Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week, we will bring you focused, impactful content sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life, desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode number eight of the You Were Created For More vlog. Today, we're sharing two simple things you can start doing today, like right now, to help you not overeat. All right, real quick before we start, I want to go back to the last vlog where we talked about how we eat today. And I want to stress that we don't, we're nowhere near perfect. We don't strive for perfection how we eat, and striving for perfection is going to lead to a lot of disappointment, pain, and suffering. So we're nowhere near perfect. You should see me at Christmas time around Christmas cookies. It's not pretty. It's, it's bad. pretty much breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you should see Amy sometimes with a bag of Doritos. Watch out. I don't share. <laughs> so anyway, just want to stress, we're nowhere near perfect. We don't try to be. We allow for moderation and focus on that 80, 85% trying to be on point. So with that, let's pivot into today's one thing. And that one thing is our human brains are very good at overcomplicating things, especially when it's something it doesn't really want to do, but there are ways we can overcome that. So changing what and how much we eat, that is one of those things. Yeah, unless you're facing a grave health situation, your brain would rather just keep doing what it's doing. Remember, one of your brain's primary objectives, objectives is efficiency and it views change as being hard and not efficient. Hence the old saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. We know that's not really true, but it seems like it because the longer our current thought patterns are established, the more difficult they are to change. Does that make sense? We hope so, because that's a key component to understand why change can seem so hard. There are two primary ways you can work through and overcome this. One is something we strongly recommend, which is to take more time to manage your mind and change your thoughts. The second way is to kind of trick your brain in a way, and that is to start small. Keep it simple and have small wins that show your brain it's actually not rocket science. It's not that hard, and it doesn't have to be so complicated and inefficient after all. We're big fans of both of these approaches, and combining them can be very effective. Today, we're going to focus on starting small and share with you two super simple ways you can start eating less today and seeing and feeling some of those small wins. So the first one is eat slowly. Let's start with the science. Multiple studies have proven that people who eat quickly tend to be heavier and gain more weight over time compared with slower eaters. Why is this effective? Well, it's because your appetite is mostly controlled by your hormones. When you eat, hormones, mostly leptin, tells your brain you're full and it tells you to stop eating. But this process takes time, approximately 20 minutes. So when you eat fast, your brain doesn't receive those fullness signals until it's too late. Here are the primary benefits. Eating slowly has been proven to decrease the amount of food consumed during the meal due to an increase in your fullness hormones. 
Not only that, but some studies also show that people that ate slower felt fuller longer, reporting less hunger one hour after their meal. But the benefits of eating slow don't stop there. They go beyond just eating less. They include increasing your enjoyment of your food. Makes you feel calmer and more in control of your food. Improves your digestion and helps your body better absorb nutrients. Reduces stress levels. So how do you do this? Well, we've got you covered. We've got 10 ways to share today on how you can eat more slowly. Think 20 minutes or more. So plan appropriately by giving yourself 20 plus minutes to eat your meal. Set your phone timer for 20 to 30 minutes and do your best to eat slowly and consistently so you don't finish until after your timer goes off. Eliminate distractions such as phones, TVs, computers, and driving while you're eating. When you're distracted, you eat faster and more mindlessly. Chew more. Count how many times you normally chew, then double that amount. This is also a big help with your digestion. Set your, your utensils or food down between bites. This forces you to eat slower and savor each bite more. Drink water, and more on that in a little bit. Take deep breaths. If you find yourself reverting back to eating quickly, take three deep breaths. This will help you refocus and get back on the smooth track. <laughs> Focus on your food. Actually pay attention to what you're eating how it tastes, how it feels in your mouth. This will help you better connect with your food. Find support through an accountability partner. Eat with someone else who wants to eat less or more mindfully, or make it a family affair when you eat together at home. Text your best friend or your husband after you're done eating and share with them how long it took you. And this is number 10. For a bonus, try to include some high fiber foods that take more time to chew, such as fresh vegetables or fruits. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that tasted good. Yeah. Number two, drink more water strategically. Let's start with the science. Multiple studies have shown that drinking more water strategically will help you lose weight, inches, and body fat. And we're talking significant amounts up to five pounds in 12 weeks just from this one factor alone. Sorry, this water tastes really good. All right, why is this effective? Your body is over 60% water and you're losing water all the time through your breath, sweat, bathroom trips, etc. In fact, it's estimated we lose about four cups of water overnight just from the humidity in our breath and sweating. So we wake up each morning in a state of mild dehydration. Your body uses water for many vital functions, like removing toxins from our bodies. So it needs to be replenished. Here are the primary benefits. Drinking at least 16 ounces of water before your meals helps reduce appetite and calorie intake. Drinking water increases your metabolism or how many calories your body burns when you are resting up to 30% for up to 60 minutes. But the benefits don't stop there. They go well beyond that and include, it replaces other less healthy beverage options, such as those high in sugar, calories, and or artificial products. It decreases total daily calorie intake, on average up to 200 calories per day. 
It reduces headaches. It improves your mood. It aids many other daily vital body processes. Now let's get strategic. Your goal to daily drink a minimum of 64 ounces and ideally up to half your body weight. If half your body weight is more than 64 ounces, then start at that 64 ounce mark and slowly work your way up. Here's exactly how we recommend you do that. Drink 16 ounces first thing when you wake up. This rehydrates you from your overnight water loss and will immediately rev up your metabolism. Then drink, drink 16 ounces before each time you eat, even snacks. This will help prevent overeating. If you eat three times a day, boom, you're at your minimum 64 ounces. If you eat more than three times a day, then you're already earning bonus points. And if this seems like too much water, then back it down. Instead of 16, drink 12 ounces every time. Remember, nothing we recommend or talk about is ever a one size fits all. We've got to, you've got to learn to use your childlike curiosity in your approach, experimenting and finding what works best for you, your lifestyle and your brain. One final thing we recommend here is figure out your ideal water cutoff time so you're not having to every night get up to pee in the middle of the night and impacting the quality of your sleep. For us, we have to stop our water intake around dinner time. Okay, so now that we've outlined your ideal water strategy, let's address the objections. We know that your brain is already firing back at you. There are a number of ways you can figure this out, but that doesn't mean it's going to come easy. So your brain might be saying, hey, this sounds great, but unfortunately, I don't like water. I get it because I didn't either. I didn't enjoy drinking water because it was so bland and I thought I needed more from what I was drinking. Here's exactly what I did. I started by doing things to give my water some kick, some flavor. So one way is to add lemon juice. Lemon juice adds additional bonus health benefits too. And you can buy a bottled organic lemon juice from Costco and it's already squeezed so you don't have all that extra work and it's a super reasonable price. Another thing is infuse it with fruit, like anything, citrus, berries, cucumbers. There are water pitchers and bottles designed specifically for this purpose. By the way, cucumbers, they're not a fruit, just saying. Yeah, yeah, correct. Another way is to use drink enhancers, like Stir, True Lemon, and even Mio. We recommend here you try to find ones without artificial sweeteners, but we also go with the philosophy of good, better, best. Once you start doing this, your brain's thought resistance subsides. Your taste buds gradually change. And you'll be like me, really enjoying now just plain water and wondering why you didn't like it in the first place. Another thing your brain might be saying to you is, I'm addicted to my Diet Cokes and there's no way I can give those up. This was mine, but it was actually with Diet Pepsi. We don't believe in the all or nothing approach when it comes to your health. This goal the goal is to make better health not just part of your long-term lifestyle, but a lifestyle that you love. You weren't born drinking 19 Diet Cokes a day, so you shouldn't expect to start drinking zero Diet Cokes tomorrow, at least not without much pain and suffering. But all of us have the power and the ability to make gradual changes. Let's say you set your goal to only drink one or two per day. Then you replace one a day with a glass of water, and you do that for a week maybe two weeks, maybe a month, then replace another and just keep doing that, celebrating every step on the way until you achieve your goal. 
This is your journey. Make it yours and make it work for you. Small gradual changes add up over time. Don't let your brain tell you they don't because they do. All right, something else your brain might be saying, I'll have to go to the bathroom like all the time. Most of our lifestyles are too sedentary, so getting up a few more times throughout the day is actually a really good thing. And here's the other thing, your body will adjust. Uh, the number of times you need to go pee per water consumed will decrease over time. Another thing that your brain might be saying is, this isn't possible for me because of my work schedule or conditions. With this one, just be curious and be creative. Think about how can I make this work? For example, let's say you're a teacher in a classroom. You can buy multiple water bottles you love, fill them up, take them into your class with you, and then it's super simple to not only track, but also drink your water quota for the day. And when your students ask you about the bottles, you've got a great story to share with them about the importance of taking, your, uh, taking care of yourself and water's role in that. All right, so our experience with this, we've already shared uh, most of it in, in terms of kind of, you know, how we overcame not drinking water or not drink as much water, but you want to add to that real sure, quick? Sure, yeah. So as I mentioned, I was a Diet Pepsi girl. Um, that was what I drank. I drank zero water. Um, even with a workout, I would just would not drink water. And if I did, it would be my Diet Pepsi, so no water. Um, and I then would tell myself I couldn't drink water because it I didn't like the taste. It was too bland. Um, that's where I started infusing. And then I also would tell myself that I had to have it super cold because I wasn't about to drink room temperature water. Now, all of that is not true, and I typically drink my water at room temperature. Yep. And I was similar, although the soda, most of the soda I drank was actually not diet. It was just regular soda. Um, I would also drink sweetened tea and things like that. And, you know, once again, I overcame it, I, and I never thought I'd be able to do that. But now, most days, I simply drink water, coffee, and occasionally some tea. So here's where you need to start. Exactly where you are today. Yep. And today's one thing, guys, to remember is this. Our human brains, they're very good at overcomplicating things, especially when it's something it doesn't really want to do. But there are ways we can overcome that. We hope that you found something simple you can start implementing like today. We know these have really helped us with the changes we've been able to make. Got a question for you. Okay. Feeling stuck? Hey, we know most of you, a lot of people are right now with everything going on. So be sure to join us next week when we talk about how to get past being stuck. We love you and we appreciate you. Bye for now.